0: Hello everybody, it is Wednesday, September 18th, I'm here to bring you a preview of week 5 of Indiana High School football, later on I'll bring you a little preview of some college football, there's some really good uh, games on Saturday, Uh, a lot of good top 25 action, Uh, a few other games to watch for, we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, I plan on being at Monroe Central on Friday night as number 3 South Adams travels to number 6 Monroe Central. So I'll be heading to Farmland on Friday night. That game starts at 7.30. Um, it's going to be a really big game, if not one of the biggest games of the season in Randolph County, in my opinion. Uh, two top six teams. Uh, it's going to be a really exciting 1A game. We should be able to see how uh, Manor Central bounces back from their loss a couple weeks ago to a really good Adams Central team. Um, I would say the South Adams and Adams Central are kind of similar. South Adams is more balanced Um, probably than Adams Central, but similar styles and still both physical, uh, really good teams from up north. Uh, South Adams averages 53 points a game, gives up around 5 points per game, uh, 48-point differential. Uh, It's one of the biggest in high school right now, Uh, not just 1A. They're leading 1A. This is 1A through 6A. They are uh, one of the highest-scoring teams and one of the biggest differentials uh, point differential teams in the state of Indiana. Uh, Mineral Central, they're uh, averaging 32 points a game, giving up about 15.5 uh, through four games. South Adams has had one team score on them, so they've had three shutouts in the first four weeks. Really impressive start from South Adams. Last year, South Adams uh, won 36-15 versus Mineral Central, so we'll see if Mineral Central can flip that around and uh, bring down the Starfires. Uh, quarterback James Arnold is a junior for South Adams. He's got 672 yards in three games. He did not play in the first game, it looked like. Uh, he has 12 touchdowns, one interception. So he's averaging four touchdowns in three games. Uh, he's averaging over 200 yards passing. Uh, it's a really big threat for South Adams. So Minter Central's uh, going to have to get some pressure on him, and the secondary is going to have to be top notch for the Golden Bears. Uh, Nick Stuber, a senior for running back for South Adams, he's got 418 yards and six touchdowns. He's over 11 yards a carry, so he's he's getting a first down a lot for the for South Adams. Uh, they have three good receivers uh, that are putting up pretty solid numbers, uh, especially for small school. Uh, looks like they can go to three guys and be successful. Uh, they're averaging about 200 yards on passing, 200 yards rushing. So very balanced attack for South Adams. Uh, Minerva Central's all on, uh Kennedy, Fiola, Patterson, Jones. They're all going to have to be huge on offense. If they're going to be able to keep up with South Adams' offense, uh, they'll need really big games from them guys. Uh, Minor Central's D-line and O-line, they're going to have to control this game up front. They're going to have to put pressure on South Adams' quarterback. They're going to have to stop the Nick Stuber kid because he's getting 11 yards of carry. They're going to have to make him average three or four yards of carry if they're going to have a chance. They really need to shut them guys down up front. And as far as the O-line, they're going to have to give all plenty of time to throw and give Kennedy and uh, Fiola and Patterson, them guys, time to run and uh, catch some balls and hopefully some big plays for Miner Central's offense. It'll be a really, really big battle for uh, Miner Central on Friday night. Also in the MEC conference, uh, Shenandoah will travel to Westdale, and uh, TEC's Knightstown will go to Eastern Hancock. Also in the TEC conference, Lincoln at Hagerstown, Try at Centerville, Union City goes to Northeastern, who's up at the top of that conference, and uh, Winchester is at Union County. So Winchester will look to continue to feed Cole Campbell and uh, look for him to have a big game at Union County. Uh, Union County is toward the bottom of the T.C. so see if Winchester can get a little momentum going this Friday night and carry it into the rest of the season. Uh win for Winchester would put them at 3-2, 2-1 two, uh, two in the conference, so uh, keep an eye on Winchester on Friday night. Uh, in the Metropolitan Conference, uh, this is one of the toughest conferences in uh, the state of Indiana uh, between them and the Hoosier Crossroads Conference. So in the Metropolitan Conference, Center Grove at North Central should be a really good game. Lawrence Central goes to Pike. Lawrence North at Carmel. Look, Carmel is battling Warren Central for the lead of this conference. And then Warren Central at Ben Davis. Ben Davis is struggling a little bit this year, so that would be a big win for them if they could somehow pull out a home win versus Warren Central. In the Hoosier Crossroads Conference, Fishers goes to Brownsburg. Fishers is undefeated right now. Brownsburg will be looking to bounce back after a tough loss versus Avon. Uh, Franklin Central at Avon. Westfield at Hamilton Southeastern. Westfield's 4-0. They'll be looking to be 5-0. That'll be a game to keep an eye on. Sionsville travels to Noblesville. Hoosier Heritage Conference. Delta goes to Mount Vernon. Newcastle goes to Yorktown. Pendleton Heights travels to the undefeated uh, number one team in 5A, New Pal. See if Pendleton Heights can slow them down on Friday night. Shelbyville will go to Greenfield. In the Circle City Conference, Brebuff at Culver Academy. Remember, Brebuff has a really good defense, so we're going to keep an eye on them this year. Uh, see how they do versus Culver Academy on Friday night. Uh, they have a really, really good football team, especially on defense. Garen Catholic at Columbus North. Ron Collie at Sassina. See if Sassina can keep up that run game with Tyshawn. Uh, Southport at Bishop at Bishop Chittard. And uh, then uh, we have Rensselaer Central at West Lafayette, and I bring up West Lafayette because I had their senior quarterback Kyle Adams call in today. Uh, we had a really good conversation, so I hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, I really enjoyed talking to him, and uh, hopefully he enjoyed calling in and talking to me. Uh, we had, Like I said, we had a really good convo, so I'll let you guys listen to this. I appreciate Kyle a ton. He's had a great senior season so far. He had a great junior year last year as a state champ. We talk about that. And we talk about his college choice and where he'll be heading next year uh, for college. So take a listen to this. I am here with senior Kyle Adams out of West Lafayette. They are a 3A school. Uh, he's committed to James Madison. I believe you did that over the summer, right, Kyle? Correct. All right. Uh, you guys are 3 and 1 on the season. Uh, only loss was to Lafayette Jeff, who is the number four team in 6A right now, and you guys lost to them 74-66. to 66. Can you kind of talk about that game? Because I was trying to decide if I was looking at a Madden score when I was playing my brother or, or what was going on there. So uh, I bet that was kind of a fun game.
1: Yeah, no, it was just now from the beginning. Uh, we kind of knew going in. Jeff has a high-powered offense, and we were uh, we kind of bid on the fact that we had not high power too we kind of knew it'd be a clash of the defenses just kind of see who can stop who more and they stopped us one or two times we stopped them one or two times and it honestly came down to special teams in that game it Was a little odd kick that we tried to get the ball back and they took it back for a touchdown it Was kind of what was a big turn in the game but uh, no it was a shootout you know we we kind of expected. They would challenge us to run, and we tried to run. We couldn't get the run game going, so we just kind of went open. We we put our running back out there in the slot, and we just took to the pass game. Wow, yeah, that would uh, be an incredible game. Just, I mean, my gosh, that's
0: 140 points combined. Uh, Yeah. Just insane for high school, really. I mean, uh, any level it would be pretty fun. Uh, so you guys, obviously that was a tough matchup I mean 6A is just loaded So with them being number 4 and 6A I mean you guys had to feel pretty good that that was your first game uh, You know the first game you just kind of get your uh, uh, Kind of jitters and nerves out of the way And uh, false starts and all that stuff And you guys just try to gather everything up And that's one of those film sessions where you're like This is not who we're going to be in a couple weeks And uh, so then you went on and you beat Cotchen 46-16, uh, you beat Hamilton Heights 56-7, to and then uh, you shut out Lafayette Central Catholic 50-0. to So you guys are averaging
1: 54.5 points a game, which is number one in the state. Uh, really impressive offense. Can you guys, can you kind of talk about your offense that you guys have a lot, West Lafayette? Yeah, so uh, we're head by, so Coach Fry, we're head by him, and he, his main motto is kind of, we're going to take what the defense gives us, And, uh, you know, whether that be the run or whether it be the pass, I mean, I guess for I think we ended up commercials for just over 250 between the running back and I combined. We kind of, uh, they they were only putting four in the box because they just saw that score. They saw the 500.
0: some of these smaller schools uh, they have to have several uh, both way players so I imagine a lot of hands on the hips with your guys' offense out there yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, trying to get their win back mm-hmm. um, so do you kind of obviously you're pass first guy because your numbers are crazy
1: which we'll talk about in a second but do you kind of uh, thrive on the fact that you can run too yeah it's definitely something that I, uh, I consider it, you know part of my arsenal. there and I can
0: go pick up 10 yards I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna do it and if I can extend the play I'm, I'm gonna try my best to do that and that's one thing I just think really gets overlooked when you see all the big passing numbers and stuff but I definitely do pride myself on the running too yeah in the high school I've noticed uh, it's a little different than college and pro these teams will drop seven eight guys back and the, you got 10 12 yards of open space and the quarterback or running back they're just able to get eight 10 12 yards at a time and just really cranking out some rush yards, and it's like, you know, they just got to pick, do I want to get torched in the air or do I want to get ran on, or um, makes, makes it really hard for defense, especially when they got to go up against somebody like you guys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so last year you guys went 15-0, and state champs. Uh, you threw for 3,945 yards, 70% completion percentage, uh, 47 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Uh, can you kind of talk about last year
1: real quick? Yeah, uh, last year was uh. So last year was my first season starting. We kind of uh. We really just got it after right away. Um, we, we beat Jeff week one. Beat we of week two, and really just kind of rolled from that point on. We had a uh, a nasty defense with a uh, five-star end George this on one side, and then the first-star end Tavia Wooder on the other. Defense, Ven You mentioned uh, the five star. He's at mm-hmm. Purdue, right? Yeah, he's at Purdue now. Oh, okay, I thought so. I thought I recognized the name when you said it. Yeah. Um, so just a monster year uh, last year. You come in this year,
0: obviously puts a little target on your back being state champs. Thrown for almost four thousand yards. Uh, you're creeping up on fifty touchdowns. Uh, this year so far, seems like you guys have handled pretty good. Uh, you don't you're at one thousand four hundred twenty-seven yards, throwing for an insane seventy-four percent completion percentage. Uh, you have twenty touchdowns through four games and only four interceptions. Um, can you just kind of talk about how you kind of handled the? I don't want to say pressure, but you know you're going to get your best shot from everyone because they know you're a state champ. They know you're committed to James Madison. Uh, can you guys kind of just talk about your mindset going into this year? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, just kind of from the beginning, this summer, coaching staff really harped on the fact that. We need to forget about last
1: year. Last year is over. You know, the 15th out beats nothing for this season just because we want State to stay doesn't, you know, make it, make it that we're going to come in and win every game. And, you know, it was really, you know, you hate losing, but it was really, um, I thought it was good for us to go in there against Jeff, compete like that, and really, uh, you know, come off. We still have the season one I wouldn't say it was a shock for us just because of the way we played that game, but it was definitely, um something to really humble us and kind of feel us where we are and it really gave us a lot of things to work on and just kind of from here on out we're really focusing on you know playing west lafayette football staying disciplined playing within ourselves and improving because uh you know we want to play
0: guys to be like okay uh, we need to change this or we need to step it up look in the mirror type thing Uh, so you got it done early out of the way and you guys are moving on really good Uh, can you kind of tell me and uh, the people that will be listening uh, why James Madison it's in Virginia uh, so obviously location
1: was not uh, the main factor yeah uh, so JMU was uh, it's kind of a late it was my last my last offer as I committed and it was um you know, he just kinda of came into new areas. in and Coach Montgomery, I kinda of came across them just doing some research and stuff on some of the colleges because we actually took a trip out to Liberty to visit there and I'm like, you know what, it would damn you wasn't far. I figured out a way to get in touch with Coach Montgomery and got in touch with him and he's like yeah, you can stop by you know, take out the facilities and you know, I got on campus right away, I'm like, This this doesn't first off this doesn't feel like an FCS school. <laughs> and second, it's like you're just kinda of shocked right away. So, you know, we, we toured the facilities and you know, right away we talked to Coach Montgomery and Coach Signetti, I'm like, this is this is for real. So and we came back home on the way home my dad and I kinda of discussed it and we were just pulled in by them right away, so we planned out for two weeks later. I went and threw for them live. We drove down there, and then they uh, they offered me a week later, and I just kind of told my parents that just that was the one college of all of them that I visited. Were. The second I saw them, I'm like, this feels right. And then I also love the way their, their approaches offensively. It's very similar to what we do. You know, they want to take what the defense gives you, and they're going to spread the ball out. It's a very quarterback-friendly offense is what right. I
0: would call it. West Virginia, which they almost beat them this year. And it uh, seemed like it's a lot of fun uh, offense to be in. Uh, for everybody that's listening, uh, James Madison is the FCS Division I school, uh, which it's just a level right below like your Notre Dames and Ohio State. Uh, but James Madison's gotten to play several of the West Virginias and NC States the last few years and really gave them a run for their money. And uh, James Madison's been really one of the top programs in the FCS lately. And uh, with them having Kirk Signetti as your coach, um, as we talked about earlier on the phone uh, before we started this convo, he was uh, Julio Jones's wide receiver coach. So that's pretty cool uh, that you get to uh, be under someone that that was with Nick Saban at Alabama. Uh, can you kind of talk about how cool that is? Yeah, that's yeah, that's awesome. And you know, Kirk Signetti's kind of been he's bouncing around to a lot of places, whether it be
1: you know throughout the SEC and at the uh, college level, especially at the D one level. So. That's awesome, and then he's an uh, offensive-minded guy, which, you know, for a quarterback, if your head coach is an offensive-minded guy, that makes it ten times better, and <laughs> I'd say definitely ten times more excited for a quarterback recruit. For sure. But, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to get down there and uh, play for him. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. Uh, I wish you nothing
0: but luck the rest of this year. I'm going to be keeping an eye on you. Uh, hopefully, maybe when the playoffs start, I can come catch one of your games um, before your season ends, and... I'll definitely be keeping an eye on, yeah, James Madison. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're a heck of a player. I've been watching your videos. Um, I should post them on my Facebook page for everybody to see because you can sling it. And uh, I appreciate your time, man. Yeah, thank you. Thanks
1: for having me on. It was a, it was a pleasure.
0: Uh, hopefully we'll talk again soon, and good luck the rest of the year. For sure, and
1: good luck with the podcast.
0: All right, I appreciate it, Kyle. So Kyle is really awesome, as you can tell from the combo. Uh, just really smart guy and uh, really good football player, obviously. So if you have me on Facebook or Twitter, uh, watch his videos. Uh, he's a really, really good quarterback and can't wait to watch him at the college level. And speaking of college football, uh, number one Clemson will host Charlotte on Saturday. Uh, they should roll easily. Davos should be able to play lots of backups. Southern Miss goes to number two Alabama. Bama should roll on that one. One of the top games of the weekend uh, for you Indiana people. Number 7, Notre Dame at number 3, Georgia. 8 p.m. on CBS. Can Ian Book perform is the question. Can Notre Dame stop the run? Both teams are physical. Notre Dame needs this game way more than Georgia does. Probably more pressure on Georgia just because of the playoffs and, all, and SEC and all that. But Notre Dame needs this win after losing to Clemson last year like they did, uh, losing a few other big playoff games and national championship games. This is kind of their game right here to show the world that, hey, we can win this type of game. So it should be really interesting. Ian Book versus Frum, uh Which team can stop the run? Uh, which team can be more physical? Uh, should be really interesting to see what happens there. Also, the average ticket price is $611. Uh, I saw a chart that was like the fourth most in the last four years, so just absolutely crazy on that part. Uh, Number four, LSU at Vandy. Vandy's probably one of the worst teams in the SEC, so can LSU not have a letdown? Can Joe Burrow continue to have a Heisman season? Uh, Miami, Ohio at number six, Ohio State. Ohio State probably wins by 40. Uh, it should be interesting to see if they fall asleep you know, or or continue to have the foot on the pedal. Number 8, Auburn at number 17, Texas A&M, 3.30 on CBS. Uh, Bo Nix's first true road game. Uh, the last time I doubted Bo Nix, uh, he came back and uh, showed me that he's a pretty good quarterback there versus Oregon at the first game of the year. Uh, I'm rolling with Texas A&M and Kellen Mund. Uh, I think Kellen Mund plays a Way better than he did versus Clemson. If he plays, if he hits some of those throws versus Clemson, they start off hot. He hit a white, he missed that wide open throw there at the beginning of the game. Uh, so if he hits those type of throws versus Auburn, I think Texas A&M at home just uh, they win by a touchdown. Tennessee at Florida, Tennessee could use this game really, really bad. Uh, otherwise, their coaches are going to be on the hot seat more than what they already are. Uh, Florida might use two quarterbacks. I've been reading. I completely hate the idea of two quarterbacks. I just don't know how they can get in a rhythm. I don't know how it's good for either one's mindset. Uh, Quarterback's a fragile thing, so you just got to stick with one guy, give him the confidence, and let him go out and show you that he can do it. If he can't, then go with the next guy the next game. Uh, Friday night, number 10, Utah at USC. Utah's been rolling. They're undefeated. That'll be a tough road game. We'll see how USC comes out, Uh, see if that quarterback can get rolling. Air Force at Boise State. Boise State's ranked number 20. Uh, That's Friday night, too. Uh, Military academies, always tough, tough games. Uh, So we'll see how Boise State reacts at home. Another big game. It's a Big Ten matchup. Number 11 versus number 13, Wisconsin. This is Harbaugh and Michigan's chance to show us something. Show the world something. Show the Big Ten something. Can Michigan State's defense stop running back Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin? We'll have to see. Wisconsin's defense has given up like 100 yards a game. So can Harbaugh's offense, can Harbaugh's quarterback, Jay Patterson, can he come out and play good? Michigan needs to win this game, or Harbaugh's hot seat is gonna start rolling before he even gets to the Ohio State matchup. Number 16, Oregon at Stanford. Uh Justin Herbert should have a big game. We'll keep an eye on him because he can put up Heisman type numbers. Oklahoma State at Texas. feel like Texas isn't getting enough love in this game. Uh, I like Texas, so we'll see uh, what happens on Saturday. Colorado at number 24, Arizona State. Can Herm Edwards and Arizona State Sun Devils, can they continue the momentum they have? They're undefeated right now. Number 23, California at Ole Miss. Was Cal beating Washington a couple weeks ago? Was that a legit win or not? Uh, we'll have to see how they do at Ole Miss. Uh, Purdue has the week off. UConn travels to i u ball State travels uh to north carolina state seven p m game for them. I uh, want we'll to see if ball State can hang with a c c opponent or not uh, should be a really good week of college football. I uh, can't wait until Saturday happens and we can talk about uh some of these top twenty five matchups uh see how it shakes up the playoff uh, race and high school football week five I uh, want we'll to see who takes control of their conferences. Uh, Who wins some of these big matchups Some of these ranked teams And we'll have to just keep an eye on the area's best players And like I said earlier in the show I'll be at Miner Central Uh, Big, big matchup Number three at number six And once again, thank you uh, Kyle for calling in Uh, Quarterback out of West Lafayette We talked for like 10-12 minutes uh, After our convo was done So uh, we just had a really Good call and Really smart guy. Uh, Seems like a really good kid. And uh, if you can, uh, try to catch his highlights. Try to catch him. Hopefully, we'll be able to watch him in the state championship again on TV. And uh, you have a really big year with him and his teammates there at West Lafayette. So, thanks again, everybody, for listening. I'll be posting Saturday night, Sunday morning again. Uh, Probably wait until college games are over. And then highlight everything for high school and college. I appreciate all of you. You guys have been awesome. Uh, keep liking my Facebook page and inviting your friends, and uh, I'm on Twitter too, so keep posting on the Anchor app. Uh, it goes to Spotify and a few other things too, so keep sharing it. I appreciate all the help, appreciate all the listen so far, and uh, we're just halfway through the high school season here, and college is just starting to roll. Going to be lots of good games, so I appreciate everyone. Have a good night, and Taylor Mock is out for the night.